the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Since God intends marriage to be a lifetime commitment, people should never quickly and easily consider divorce as an option for solving problems. And in these verses, Jesus also warns to not use divorce as a means of satisfying their lustful desire to marry someone else. Pastor Leighton Sheely from Church of the Highlands in San Bruno is dealing with some pretty tough stuff in this series as he takes us through the Beatitudes found in the fifth chapter of the book of Matthew. I'm Mike Trout, and this is an outreach of Church of the Highlands on the web at highlands.us. That's highlands.us. And of course, since this is Friday, I'll take a little time at the end of the broadcast to talk about the service times. And if you're anywhere near the San Bruno area and are looking for a church home, I encourage you to consider Church of the Highlands, where the Word of God is preached, regardless of how difficult the topic might be. Here's Pastor Layton. So when Jesus was asked about divorce, he described marriage as it was intended in the beginning. And we go back to the beginning, we look at the Genesis account, we find a phrase that's used often, it's, it was good. It was good. It was good. The first time we find the phrase, it was not good, was in relationship to the fact that the man was alone. It is not good for man to be alone. And so God created the woman to meet this need. And he created marriage to be a sacred and lifelong union between the man and the woman. And when the man and the woman enter into a marriage with this understanding and commitment, it provides a security for each other, it provides a stable home for raising children, and it provides a foundation that is sure when life's difficulties and struggles and stresses come, and they will. That was God's intention, his original intention for marriage. But the Pharisees kept pressing. They said to him, Why then did Moses command one to give a certificate of divorce and send her away? Jesus said to them, because of the hardness of your heart, Moses allowed you to divorce your wives. But from the beginning it was not so. And I say to you, whoever divorces his wife, except for sexual immorality, and marries another commits adultery. Now the reference that the Pharisees came to Jesus with in their argument is found in Deuteronomy chapter 24. And of course, the Pharisees did not get it right. Moses gave only one commandment in Deuteronomy 24, this passage is being referenced, and that commandment was that a divorced wife could not return to the first husband if she was divorced by a second or subsequent husband. And the purpose in here, in part, was to not permit divorces of convenience. It was so easy to get married and divorced, you could get divorced for the weekend and then get back together again on Monday. Furthermore, Moses didn't command divorce, he permitted it because of the hardness of their heart. And what he commanded was if there was a decision to divorce, then the husband had to give his wife a legal bill of divorcement so that she was formally and permanently released from the marriage. And the idea behind this is don't divorce your wife quickly, think about it. 
Because once you let her go, you can't get her back. Now the disciples continue discussing this. And so a little while later, they come to Jesus, verse 10, and say to him, if such is the case of a man with his wife, it is better not to marry. In effect, what they're saying is if, if you can't get out of a, of a marriage that's gone bad, then it's better off staying unmarried. Implication, enjoy the benefits of marriage without the commitment of marriage. Playhouse. It's a very common and popular concept today. Listen to how Jesus responds to their suggestion. Verse 11, but Jesus said to them, not everyone can receive this saying, but only those to whom it is given. For there are eunuchs who have been made so from birth, and there are eunuchs who have been made eunuchs by men, and there are eunuchs who have made themselves eunuchs for the sake of the kingdom of heaven. Let the one who is able to receive this, receive it. Have you noticed a certain word keeps coming up in Jesus' short reply? It's the word eunuch. We would say that that person is celibate. Jesus described the options very clearly. Either be married and stay married faithfully or be celibate. That's what Jesus was saying. Notice that Jesus began his response saying, not everyone can receive this saying. And then he concluded it by saying, let the one who is able to receive this, receive it. Now why did he say that? Why did he say that? Well the answer is that the only ones who can receive what he has to say are the ones who receive that Jesus Christ is their Savior and Lord. And they want to live in obedience to what he says. Let the one who is able to receive this, receive it. You see, God created sex for a purpose. It has, one of its characteristics is it's addictive. Uh, scientists tell us that they re- there's a reaction that's triggered in the part of the brain, the same part of the brain that's triggered when someone takes crack cocaine, which we know is highly addictive. Perhaps God wanted the husband and wife to be addicted to each other. He did say, therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast, hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Scholars have said that that word hold fast is sort of like being glued to each other. Perhaps you could describe it as being addicted to each other. And then Jesus said, what therefore God has joined together? You see, a Christian wedding is more than merely an exchange of vows and pronouncement that the couple is husband and wife. God is there joining them together. And what God has joined together, let not man separate. When two become one, they are no longer two. They are one. And when one becomes two, it is necessarily destructive. It leaves all concerned broken and torn. Spouses, children, parents, grandchildren, grandparents, everyone concerned. Since God intends marriage to be a lifetime commitment, 
People, people should never quickly and easily consider divorce as an option for, save, for solving problems. And in these verses, Jesus also warns to not use divorce as a means of satisfying their lustful desire to marry someone else. Jesus said that the sacred union of marriage should not be broken, but he did provide this exception. The Greek word translated marital unfaithfulness is the word pornea, from which we get the word pornography. Pornography is destructive. And we live in an era in the history of mankind where it is easier to get pornography than any other time in human history. And it's destroying lives, it's destroying marriages, it's destroying families. And if you've got a problem with it, you need some help. You need to get it out of your life. And we're here to help. We've got wonderful people that would love to help you with that issue. Now, divorce should not automatically occur if a spouse commits adultery. The unfaithfulness here implies a lifestyle or a pattern, not an event. And so those who discover that their spouse has been unfaithful should at first make every effort to forgive and reconcile and restore the relationship. Notice what Jesus said. He said that while the divorced woman becomes an adulteress, the, the man who divorced his wife is at fault because he caused her, caused her to become an adulteress. What Jesus is saying here is if we cause someone to stumble, we bear fault and responsibility in their sin. That's why it's so important that we conduct ourselves in a manner that we don't help others stumble into sin. Relationships are important to God. It's important to God how we conduct our relationships. It's important that we always conduct our relationships in a manner that is pleasing to God. And sometimes we leave sins in our life that we, that we really need to get rid of. If we don't get rid of them, it can lead to things that are highly destructive. We need to get sin out of our lives. Jesus was saying, cut it off. Get rid of it. So your homework for this week, should you choose to accept it, is to consider what you consider. To think about what you think about. To review the thoughts of your mind. Have you disciplined your mind? Have you taken every thought captive? You see, we need to keep our hearts and our minds clean before the Lord. We need to confess, we need to repent, we need to ask God's help. The author of Hebrews wrote, And no creature is hidden from his sight, but all are naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Since then we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus the Son of God. Let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. When do we need grace and mercy most? When we have sinned. 
And what we should do is instead of running away from God, we need to run towards God to draw near to the throne of grace to receive grace and mercy in our time of need. We need to confess, we need to repent, we need to seek God. God's word says if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Well, as we wrap up this message from the book of Matthew, the fifth chapter, the Beatitudes, uh, we know that there is more, of course, and Pastor Layton will come back with that on Monday. We'll continue this series and a new message starting on Monday. I hope you can join us. This is an outreach from Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. We call it Study Verse by Verse. And, of course, this weekend, you might want to join the congregation for worship during one of the service times. They start on Saturday evening. There are multiple services on Sunday morning and a final service on Sunday evening. The details are on the website, highlands.us. That's highlands.us. Have a wonderful weekend, and join us on Monday at this same time when we'll open the Word of God to the book of Matthew and study verse by verse. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.